Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Rod Hembry. And I'm Janice. And this is Bible Discovery TV. We are discovering Hebrews chapter 5. It's very interesting. Now, in about three minutes, we're going to talk about that and focus on our teaching today, which is really interesting. You know, perfect people are really not perfect. But Jesus Christ helps us to change that. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. Ryan is here and Corey are here today to help me co-host with uh, Jim Cantillon, who is also here as a guest. And Jim, you have 29 seconds. How are you doing? <laughs> you just said perfect people aren't perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I'm crushed. <laughs> I know. We're all no, 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 right no. I mean, I, I know I'm not perfect, but I thought you guys were. <laughs> no, far from it. So we're going to talk to Jim a little bit later on. He uh, lived in Israel for some time. Wow is the group that we support. 10% of our income goes to. And we just want to tell you about it, inform you this Christmas season. So stay there. Hebrews 5, 1 through 14. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray, since he himself is also subject to weakness. Because of this, he is required as for the people, so also for himself, to offer sacrifices for sins. And no man takes this honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he also says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered." And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Hebrews chapter 5, 6, 7, and 8. That's what we continue to study today as we delve into this wonderful book in the New Testament. You know, when Jesus introduced the concept of being born again to Nicodemus, it was a difficult concept for him to grasp. 
Now, we all understand how new human life works. We are born and we grow up to maturity, both physically and emotionally. But our spiritual lives need to be similar. We need to grow. And growing spiritually comes when we listen to the Lord and we follow him with our lives. God gives us food to eat through his amazing word. We also grow when we face unique challenges in this life as we are right now. Those who are not born again will respond in different ways to problems and difficulties. As people whose spirits have been born again or made new, we are compelled to follow a different path in those same challenges. Difference. The book of Hebrews hits on this in today's writing. It says this, But solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5.14 We should hear what the Spirit of God tells us in the book of Hebrews. For our growth in God is so, so important. And I think that's really, really key for us to understand today as we look at this in the book of Hebrews. Open your Bible guides to this page if you don't have one. With Hebrews chapter 5, a mature faith. You know what I'm going to say. You should get one. You should call or write or go to Bible Discovery TV and click on it. And when you do, it'll take you to a page where you can download it. And you can also download it exactly like it's printed. So uh, you'll have a copy as we have printed it on your computer. But as we focus on this, let's pray and ask the Lord to teach us and show us his way, teach us his path that he laid out. Father, I pray today in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would help us. Help us to hear what your Spirit says to us from your word. This is the word that we're opening up, and this is the word that we're praying about. Help us to understand all of this and to put it into our hearts. Lord, this is what we ask in Jesus' wonderful name. And we said together, amen and amen. And if you want to know what wonderful means, join in the prayer meeting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 3.30. We talk about Jesus' wonderful name. Want to know what wonderful means? You'll have to tune in there. Anyway, let's go to the scripture and learn this because it's important. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can have compassion on those who are ignorant and going astray, since he himself is also subject to weakness. Now, because of this, he is required as for the people so that also for himself to offer sacrifices for sins. And no man takes this honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. Now, this is interesting because people are not perfect and they fall in sin. True and eternal salvation comes through Jesus Christ alone. Jesus Christ alone. Now remember this, because people have this idea that if you are a religious person, you become holy and upright, and you've got to wear a collar and do all that. But Jesus said, you just need to come to me, and I will change your heart. 
And I will make it so that when God sees you, he sees my life. That's the ownership of Jesus Christ. And we say, Lord, forgive us for we have sinned. I have sinned. I am a sinner. Come into my life and be Lord of my life in Jesus' name. Amen. If I believe that and I'm serious about it, God will change the way things are. And that's Jesus Christ who did that work. So we have to remember that. There's nothing we can do, but that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews goes on to tell us something interesting in chapter 5, verse 5. It says, so, as, so also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, you are my son, today I have begotten you, the Lord. As he also says in another place, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him, tears to him, who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull in hearing. <laughs> now, this is really amazing. Jesus Christ was made mature in his human calling by his Father God. Jesus is the only way to receive forgiveness of sin and come to God. I want to be clear about this. I want you to hear me. Are you listening? You need to hear me. There's only one way to come to God, and that is by coming to Jesus Christ and confessing that you're a sinner, asking him to come into your life and take over and be the Lord of your life for the rest of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. That is it. Jesus did all of that work and he was killed on the cross by us. He allowed himself to be tormented and die a death, which he didn't stay dead. Three days later, he came back to life in the flesh and became the firstborn of the resurrection. It's really interesting. Anyway, let's go on because this is something else here. Verse 12. For though by, his, by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. Unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. God is teaching us and has provided ways for us to learn. But we must choose to listen and learn and grow. You see, the best way to follow Jesus Christ and mature, that's the best way. The best way to follow Jesus Christ and mature our faith in Christ is to read the Bible and pray daily. Read the Bible and pray daily. That's the best way right there. And so, beloved, as we think about that, 
we need to pray. Father, help us to hear your word and help us to grow in our faith as we choose to love you and follow you the rest of our life. Amen. Hi, Rod Hembry. We go through the Bible in one year. It's exciting. It's great. And you can join us by searching Bible Discovery TV on your phone. That's right, on your phone, your iPhone or your Android phone. And when you do so, you'll find the app. You can download the app and watch it anytime you want. Never miss a program right here on Bible Discovery TV. We'll see you there. Well, we're back and our guest is Jim Canelon. Jim is the, is the head and the founder of WOW. He and his wife do a great job with that. Founded in the year 2000, 23 years ago. And of course, 10% uh, of our income goes to him because that's just a, it's been that way for years, but that's a regular part of the Bible and reading that and understanding it and making it a part of your life. But uh, Corey and Ryan are here and Janice is here, but Jim, Welcome. Good to have you Thank here. You. Now, we, we heard on the last program how WOW came about in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. You were startled as a pastor in Vancouver mm -hmm. and you realized, you know, I've got to do something. And God slowly took you and revealed this to you. Um, I, I'm absolutely fascinated by your family. You started talking about your family and you constantly go back to the reality that the people in Africa are also a part of your family. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that can be a kind of a, you know, romantic sop to say that. I mean it. Um, we've been working there now for into our 24th year. Um, we love them. And they love us. They call Kathy Mama Kathy. And me, they call Bumbo, Grandpa, or Papa Jim. Um, we're, we're, we're treated with such such warmth as we go into the various mainly rural villages in which we work in uh, Zambia and, and Malawi. In South Africa, we work in an urban context, which is a totally different kettle of fish. But um, we, we have, you know, it, this is not something that's artificial. It's not something that's contrived. It's not something that I wish was the case. It's something that has incrementally evolved over 24 years. You know, it's, it's a bonding thing that happens. And um, when I, I'll, I'll show you some pics in a bit. When I, when I see our volunteer, we've got about 1,500 volunteers now who are caring for the dying. 1,500 volunteers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all local church-based. Uh, they're all HIV positive, every one of them. And they're all healthy because they're getting antiretrovirals now, which the government provides. But we provide them with a trace mineral called selenium, which is, uh, a huge immune system booster. And then we've also taught them how to grow their own little gardens and get proper nutrition. And uh, so, so that's a little bit of self-preservation. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't just give things to them, but you teach them. Oh, how. yeah. Yeah. No, self-sufficiency is a, is a big core value of ours, uh, depending on the Lord. But in the context of depending on the Lord, doing the best you can with what the Lord has given you in terms of looking after yourself. Anyhow, um, they... Uh, these volunteers were all little kids when I met them 20 years ago, or over 20 years ago, and they were all HIV positive. They're all, most of them are orphans. And uh, you, you, in, in fact, can we show a pic here? Let, let's just, uh, 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 th this is just in one village, uh, and you can see 
it's a high-end village. Why is it high-end? Because you see that water tank up there? Mm -hmm. You see the uh, metal roof on those uh, constructions? We've built all of those. This was a total wipeout, this place. Mm -hmm. And over the last few years, we, it's been totally transformed. And so sitting there in front of me, beside me in the white t-shirt is uh, my interpreter, because uh, the language is Chichewa. But sitting in front of me, in, in that case, are, is a widow's group, okay? Those are all widows. And behind them in the red t-shirts are our youth in that village. And uh, they're a part of our youth ministry. Uh, they're all being uh, educated and trained in the scriptures. Um, but I stand there, you know, in, in the sun with a hat more or less covering my bald head. And um, they listen with rapt attention as I teach them rudiments of the gospel. Um, they expect me to speak for a minimum of an hour. Like if I, if I speak less than an hour, uh, they feel, you've let them down. Yeah. They, they feel cheated. Uh, <laughs> and then what they really want me to do is to stay all day <laughs> and they will stay all day. Well, not, they will stay until about three o'clock, but many of them have walked 20 kilometers to be here. 20 kilometers. Yeah. To be here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so they got to walk back. So we, we have, we, again, just to put this in context, we have people that complain about their air conditioners or their heaters in the churches, yeah. but these people are walking 20 yeah, kilometers. Yeah, or like are already putting your jacket on at the last five minutes of the 35-minute yes. sermon. Because they want to get out, yeah. 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 And the yeah. sermon so can't be over here. a certain period of time. Yeah. We've got, we got to keep this in perspective, like I was saying last show. The gospel for them is mm -hmm. the word of life. Yes. Mm. I mean, this is not some kind of an academic exercise. This is not a, a, you know, an hour and a half thing we do on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is everything for them. Uh, it, Jesus gives them hope. Uh, and they see everything that we're doing through our champion ministry there in Malawi. It's called Somebody Cares. They see everything that's being done for them as the hands and feet of Jesus. Not, you know, Somebody Cares ministry or Jim and Kathy Candle on. Uh, these people are representing him, but to God be the glory. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> they sing and they dance like you would not believe. Mm. Um, Have you learned to dance? Are you kidding? If I, try, <laughs> if I, if I, if I I've tried to dance, I just fall over. I, I, you know, what an energy! Oh, totally. But they, um, you know, when we're approaching a village, uh, when we're maybe uh, half a kilometer away, we see the dust cloud. There's a huge dust cloud. Why? Because they're all dancing because they know we're coming that's, and they're all singing. Awesome. And there's four or five drummers and they don't, they don't sing to music, uh, to, to instruments. They sing to drums. Okay. And um, so they're all dancing. And as our vehicle comes into the compound or into the village, they surround us, you know, and singing and shouting and, and praising the Lord and smiling and clapping. And, um, and, and we get out. And, and we have to walk through this crowd of hundreds and hundreds of people who are all singing, dancing around us. And, and they take us to a place where they put up kind of a sun shelter over where we can sit down. And then for the next hour, they sing and they dance for us <laughs> and, and they make speeches and they're not short speeches. They're, they're long speeches. <laughs> and uh, they're in a different language, which in, has to be translated. In, a, in a different language, which is interpreted for us. Um, but by the time they're ready for me to speak, uh, both Kathy and I are overwhelmed. Now, I just don't get up and speak. Kathy has to get up with me because me, they tolerate. Kathy, they love. <laughs> <laughs> they love Kathy. Mama Kathy, Mama Kathy. 
you know, and, and Kath is uh, a beautiful, you know, blonde woman who looks like she's my daughter. Um, but, you know, she, she talks to them about her grand, her children and her grandchildren. And she talks about their kids and she talks about the love of Jesus for their little ones. And well, I mean, the, the women just beam, you know, they just, because most of our ministry is women. I, I tell people sort of a tongue in cheek, I am the founder and president of a women's ministry. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, you know, it's, it's women who are basically uh, f making Africa operate. I mean, they're, they're the ones who do the hard work. They're the ones that not only bear the children, care for the children, but they're the ones also who work the fields. I've seen women out making roads, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes the guys are just lying around doing nothing, you mm. know. There's one woman that you brought here and uh, she, yeah. Said, yeah. In, and in, in fact, we, I, we've I got, got a, a picture. Of her. I got a pic of her. Yeah. Her name is Teresa Malila. I, I've had her here uh, taping my own show, Jim Catalan Today. Uh, but there she is now. Teresa. That's Teresa. Teresa is, uh, I think she's 71 years old now. She just, just had a birthday. 71? Yeah, she's 71. Um, the uh, Tear Fund out of the UK, which is a you know, famous uh, uh, Christian charity, a few years ago um, declared that she is one of the 100 most influential unknown women in the world. Um, most influential unknown. Unknown women in the world. Uh, she, she and I connected back when I started, wow, uh, 24 years ago. <laughs> I was, I was uh, speaking uh, on a Wednesday afternoon, or Wednesday night, I should say, in the Assemblies of God Church in Lalongwe, Malawi. And it was a hot, oh, sticky night. And, and, and the, 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 kill, the, the lighting is always kind of substandard. It's always more dark than light, you know, because the kilowattage is low. And mosquitoes are flying around the church the size of hummingbirds, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and there's, may, there's may, maybe 40 people there. And it's one of the few times in my life when I, I'm saying, what in the world? Yeah. Why am I here? Mm -hmm. I was jet lagged. You know, I just had arrived. And I, anyway, when I got to speak, I spoke to them like I was speaking to 6,000. I mean, when I'm preaching, it's a whole different bottle of wax. Anyhow, I preached about righteousness and justice, the care of orphans and widows, God of father of the fatherless, defender of widows, the call to the church to be a mother Teresa and to care for the uh, least of these, uh, these orphans and widows, impact of HIV and AIDS and so on. And when I was done, we dismissed the service. This woman comes walking down the aisle with two young adult children. She's got tears coming down her face. Pastor Jim, you have touched my heart tonight. You have spoken to me the words the Lord has been speaking to me. I am a government worker. I've got a very good job in social services, but I feel the Lord is calling me to quit my job and to begin to do something for orphans and widows in the villages of Malawi. Mm. And I said, oh, really? And, and, and what do you want to do? She said, I, I have no idea. I, I just want to show them that somebody cares. I said, somebody cares. That's a good name for a ministry. Two years later, I was doing a conference for 3,000 pastors in, uh, in Kenya. And one of my staff members had seen a video of a Malawian woman addressing a conference. And he said, Jim, you got to hear this woman. She's outstanding. I, I, but 
I wasn't able to hear her. So just on the basis of his recommendation, we brought her in to this conference in, in, in Kenya. And I didn't see her before the meeting. So she walks into the meeting and I didn't recognize her. After I spoke, she gets up and she blew them away. Blew them away. She has such a strong prophetic ministry. And, and, and uh, 3,000 men, they hadn't heard a woman preach before. You know, they, they, they were almost flat on the ground. There was, <laughs> anyway, afterwards, we're having lunch. She looks across the table sweetly at me and says, uh, Pastor Jim, you, you don't recognize me, do you? I said, no. I'm Teresa Malila. You remember two years ago in the Assemblies of God Church in <laughs> Little... Oh, yes, I do. And you, you were going to start a ministry. Yes, I've started a ministry. It's called Somebody Cares. You named it. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know at the time no, no. you said that. So a few months later, Kath and I joined her in Malawi. And at that point, she was walking from village to village. She didn't have a vehicle. All she had was a Bible and a little vial of olive oil, which she used to anoint people to pray for them for healing. Mm -hmm. That's all she had. Today, Somebody Cares, our champion partner that we fund to the max. I, I don't want to give you the number because, you know, David Cook took a census of his army and the mm. Lord rebuked them. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, but I, but I can say this. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people are touched every year through Somebody Cares. Amazing. And they're all people who are dying. Mm. Okay. And I, I visited hundreds and hundreds of them over the years. Mm. Some of them can't lift their heads off the ground. Everyone dies in Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, wowmission.com, wowmission.com. That's what uh, you need to go to. This is a ministry that uh, is worth it, and it's good. Jim has a television program. We'll talk about that on the next Bible Discovery television program. But wowmission.com is where you can find them, and we tithe to them. And so that's very important as a ministry. So on the next program, we'll talk about that. We still have to talk about Israel. He spent seven years there, and uh, we'll get into all of that on the next program. Stay there. Now there is a Roku box. It's very good. There's also the Stream TV or a Fire Stick TV, and we are on it. We have an application called Bible Discovery TV. It's excellent. Go there and uh, you can get all of our programs and watch our live stream. We encourage you to, to do that with the internet on your television set. Very, very interesting. Now today let's pray. Lord, help me to have the courage and help me to have the strength to read your word and to live it.